Welcome to the MGU, the Michael Genomatic Universe podcast. I'm one of your hosts. I am Michael. And I am your other host, Gina. Gina, we finally have reached maybe the pinnacle of everything. Wow. I know. I know. Like our entire lives? Possibly. I well, mean, you know, today is winter solstice. It is winter solstice. It is the shortest day of the year. Well, it's the least amount of light. I really teed it up there. I thought you were just going to go ahead and say every it. Every day is 24 hours. There it is. <laughs> so it's there not it really. Is. Just saying. So we are recording this on the winter solstice. We and sure are. This will be released a few days later. Mm-hmm. And by that time, we will have watched Endgame. Yes. So uh, do you remember anything about Infinity Wars? Because it has been a whole two weeks, and I know how things kind of just leave your brain right after they happen. What? How dare you? <laughs> just making sure I don't know we're what on the you're same talking page. about. Uh, actually, I remember very distinctly that we lost many, many people. They right. just They just evaporated into thin air. And why did that happen? Because Thanos... Or wait, because... Uh, I forget. Well, Thanos, <laughs> he obtained all of the Infinity Stones. Yes. And he snapped his fingers. Oh, that's right. Right? And then half the that's universe's right. population went away. Yes. Right? So we're probably going to have to because deal with that with Because he is game. the guy who is willing to make the sacrifice yeah. by destroying half the population. So there's resources for all. And he says at some point in Infinity Wars that he's seen planets that are now thriving because of what he's done where mm-hmm. he has killed half the population. I, I'm pre- I think he had you convinced. I saw the twinkle in your eye. I mean, You're like, can... I don't know. All I'd have to do is slit her throat. She's whoa, right next whoa, to me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I never said that. Excuse me, I never said that. That's a terrible thing. It was just a look I saw in your eyes. Oh, my God. I am not that type of person. Anyway, you Awful. may or may not have made a comment about Thanos possibly being a hero. Well, he's ta- he had the hero's journey. <laughs> but in a way, I mean, what if the planet did have only three and a half to four billion people and we had resources for everybody? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I'm don't s- worry. We're destroying it so quickly. We I don't doing think we're that. ever going to... We're get destroying the, ourselves. The chance to find that out, but well, but that's... yes, obviously that's the first thing that we're going to have to address. Right, right. But it's going to be difficult to address because several of the helpers disappeared. Right. So how are they going to deal with that? Oh my God, we're going to find out. But you're pretty excited about. Do you want me game. to predict? Do you want to do a little prediction right now? Do you want to do a little thing? Well, the only thing I can think it's pretty obvious. I mean, Captain Marvel is going to have to help, and so somehow. I was trying to remember exactly what happened with Fury before he evaporated, but I think he pulled something out and tried to make some kind of a... Well, he had the pager. Okay. Remember? So she's been yeah. paged. Yeah, she's been paged okay. and the Captain Marvel symbol popped up. Sweet. And then we just watched the Captain Marvel movie yeah. and obviously so, she's duh. ridiculously powerful. It's pretty clear. Yeah, they've kind of set it up as like, oh, Captain Marvel probably is the one who can take on Thanos. Yes. Because holy cow, she's yes. super powerful. And I can't wait to see that. Yeah, because you like Captain Marvel a lot. I do. However, there are three whole hours and maybe five extra minutes in this movie. So mm-hmm. more than just that's going to happen, I suspect. There's a lot that happens. Yeah. yeah. And there's, you know, there's still dealing with quite a few characters, not quite as many as we had in Infinity War, obviously half as many. Right. <laughs> but when you think about it, there's some 
extra characters, obviously, but it's really back to the original Avengers because you still have right. Iron Man, you still have Thor, you still have Captain America, Black Widow, Hulk, and Hawkeye, right? Which is something to look forward to because yeah. we love our Avengers. We love our characters. We do. We do. So before we get into that, we well, I should say this, obviously, Charlie, the dog who is freshly shaved and f- smells so terrific. She is tidy and fresh. She looks great. And at some point... She feels great, She too. feels great. She does. And Charlie, being our honorary Stan Lee, makes an appearance in every episode. Yes. And so at some point, you're going to hear a Charlie Bark. And we just want you to email us at mgupodcast23 at gmail.com and let us know the timestamp of when you hear that bark. And you can still win a mug, I think, right? Or not a mug. Is there a you mug? can win a pint glass, pint glass, a coffee mug, or a tote bag. They're all still available. Yes, limited. Limited supply. Limited supplies. And but we're running we out of shows. Just the we're... other day, we drove out to New Hope. That's and true. And we hand-delivered. You're welcome, Tom. Glass. And thank you for entering the contest. Hopefully he received it. By the way, I was thinking about this as far as this this movie. Doesn't this feel like this should be the final movie that yes. we need to watch? Because I, I keep forgetting that there is a Spider-Man movie after this. It seems absurd. Obviously, the, whole, the well, I'm assuming the Spider-Man has to completely be a setup for the next thing. Yeah. Except, didn't you say that now they're talking about how we might not be going into the next phase after Spider-Man? I thought that, uh, my, well, I should say this, my understanding was that the Black Widow movie that was supposed to have come out already, obviously for reasons we all know that <laughs> hasn't come out yet. What, the pandemic? Yeah, just that. Uh, but that I thought that was the beginning of phase four. And now right. from what I'm hearing is that the Shang-Chi movie is going to be the beginning of phase four. So, And is that one the next one after Black Widow or don't we know? I think the... there's another one called is it the eternals or something i can't remember exactly okay. but there's yeah i don't know when shang chi is exactly supposed to come out well but... you know because you've seen these movies but to me it seems that seems bizarre there yeah. must be something that got left hanging it's possible we'll we'll find out i guess in next week well right? I'll, I'll find you'll out. find out i honestly don't remember i saw far from home one time and i don't remember a whole lot from you it other than the villain and... Drunk as hell mm-hmm. drunk as hell so anyway before we get into everything else should we go to the mailbag Yes, let's do it. All right. Nia asks, who is the hero in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that the world needs right now? We are in quite a weird time right now. Yes. We're transitioning presidents here, and we got rid of a, I mean, a pretty awful, terrible person. And, and right now, our country is in a really bad state. And actually, the world is in a lot of trouble right now. Right. So... Who is a hero that we can look to that would maybe, if they come along, they would be that symbol we need? Mm-hmm. Well, were you able to narrow it down to one? Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, then you go first. Yeah, I, well, yeah. Because I, I, my answer is a little different. Oh, cool. Um, I was thinking Black Panther. Okay. I think Black Panther is a hero we all need because right now the world is just divided. And I think Black Panther could be that symbol of somebody that, I don't know how to put it, other than these you think about how much white nationalism there is in this country. And a lot of it is this idea that somehow the white race is superior. And then I would just think black Panther would just put all their arguments to hell because Wakanda is this amazing place with this technology that can change the world and, and bring peace and bring uh, just their technology, their everything, their expertise, the science, it could bring it to the world and it could really help and heal humans heal the planet heal the planet yeah and so i think black panther is that hero i thought of a few others that were interesting but to me black panther is that symbol 
that would 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 do it. So, but then I, there's that part of me that also thinks that these idiot white nationals would still go, eh. <laughs> Look, know? we're not saying it'll solve the problem, right? Right. But... Just saying. But anyway, that's who I came up with. You know what? I you nailed it. I don't yeah. know. I don't think I can top that. I was I started thinking about the the variety of issues that are happening. So right. I thought, well, when the riots were going on and we needed you know order, we either needed Captain America or we needed the Hulk to come mm-hmm. and just clear everybody out. And then I thought, well. When it comes to the planet and climate change and all of you know the the terrible things that are happening, do we need Doctor Strange to go back in time? Interesting, um, yeah. And then, of course, just the division that we have through everybody. Uh, yeah, I mean, who brings? I'm trying to think of which character has brought the most unity. Well, Captain America was one of those where everybody was, got behind him. He was pretty unifying. Yeah, yeah. But then when you said Black Panther and I started thinking about Wakanda, you're right, that that nails all the different categories. <laughs> yeah. So Black Panther. Black Panther's a good one. Black Panther yeah. is the hero that we need right now. The other one that came to mind just because of me being maybe a bit of a I don't know, a pessimist is Thanos. Snapping his fingers See? and just See? Well, it it depends on the half that he gets rid of. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to pick. Well, the thing is, he he wants. He gets to pick. That's true. Actually, did he get to pick? I don't know, but he, I, mm. you know, I don't know how that works exactly. But I was thinking, if he uh, he wants the planets to thrive, there's a reason he's getting rid of people. If there's a lot of people getting in the way of a planet thriving, I'd hope he'd get rid of that half that's freaking things up for everybody. But who that half is is arguable. Right. What if what if Thanos is a libertarian? Well, we're screwed. Right. So anyway, right. that was my thought. Okay. Let's go to the next that question. That was a good question, Nia. Yeah, that was a really good question. Sean asks, which of the current slate of Marvel projects are you most look looking forward to? Now, I know you don't know them all because I didn't want to ruin anything for you, but you know right. there's some coming and like you know like Black Widow and and there's like Blade and then there's some other things. I think I mentioned, I don't remember what else I mentioned, if anything. But is there anything that you can yeah, remember? Yeah, I mean, it's really hard for me to I don't know enough about it to have to say, "Oh, yeah. th- this is the one." But I will say I'm most excited about the movies just because we haven't gone off on all the other, like on the side, on the shows. Because the pro- when he says projects, he doesn't just mean the movies, right? There's, I think it's anything, yeah. Because yeah. there, there's a few shows in the works. There's a bunch of TV shows well, we that are going to be to Disney. We just saw an ad for one. For WandaVision, which I was like, oh no, but it's not really that much of a spoiler. It's just what it is, but... Well, right. There's obviously going to yeah. be a lot of things happening. And I think, you know, getting into the shows would be delving into a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm most looking forward to the movies. I know that we have some more, uh, we have directors of color mm-hmm. and we have different kind of ethnic superheroes emerging. I mean, it's going to be a Black we're, Panther 2 and that's going to be an interesting thing. It's like, what are they going to do? Is there, Are they going to have another Black Panther? I, it sounds like they're not going to try to replace Chadwick Boseman because why would you try yeah, to do that? do not. Is there, but is there going to be another Black Panther? Is maybe Shuri going to take over somebody which else? Which would be great. Or is I, it just going to be about the people of Wakanda, which would be fascinating too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and just knowing, I mean, I had been all along looking forward to Black Widow because we knew that that mm-hmm. was what was coming next. And so, yeah, I'm just really excited to, to see more of the stories and meet more superheroes. Yeah. Because I love it. I'm yeah, enjoying it. I am too. And I'm interested about Captain Marvel too, because now we know Captain Marvel is this all-powerful entity. 
well, who's going to take her down, right? What's going to be the right. thing? What's going to be the enemy in that? You've done a lot more reading about the project. So do mm-hmm. you have, was there one that seemed particularly, was there one that really was a standout for you where you're like, whoa, how are they going to do this? Well, or I'm interested. What are they going to do with this? I didn't really think about that. I was more interested in characters that maybe I'm not as familiar with, like Shang-Chi. I'm actually really fascinated by that because I don't know anything about Shang-Chi and sure. I really want to know what that is. Uh, it sounds like it's kind of a mystical take on the Marvel Universe and I like that. I like that part of it. Like That's what Doctor Strange brings. Right. And I really enjoy Doctor Strange's character. The other one that I'm actually very excited about is the um, they're going to redo Blade. And oh. I love the Blade movie. Well, I love two of the Blade movies. The third one is a piece of shit. It's really bad. But Blade and Blade 2 were so much fun. And they, they were the first movies, really, that Marvel put out where they went, oh, we can make some money off off uh, with comic book movies. And okay. they came out, I think, in the 90s. And it was Wesley Snipes when he was still doing something. You know? oh, yeah, I do vaguely remember not yeah. watching them. And it's, a, <laughs> it's, a, it's actually a really fascinating movie it's a neat universe that they created so i'm interested how they're going to incorporate this vampire right and the vampire world into the mcu sure so blade's the one i'm really looking forward to and then we're going to have a multiverse right they're going to go into a multiverse so how do you feel about that i think they need to be careful with it because it can be i think i think the potential is there for it to be very messy Right. And I mean, we have talked only a few times because usually these movies make sense. But the couple times we were confused mm-hmm. for a while. And that that's the danger, I think, is if people are so confused that they can't attend to the right. story and to the movie, they might lose some people. It's very possible. I mean, maybe not the hardcore nerds. Well, Marvel it's hard to nerds. know because which you think like of, us, I guess. like us. Yeah. Right. Am I am I a hardcore? You're, you're getting there. Nerd? You're getting there. Okay. You're getting there. But I was thinking even. You know, as far as the the stars that are in the current Marvel movies, I mean, you have all these big stars like you know Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, and you know, Chris, well, they maybe not been huge stars before Robert Downey Jr. was, um, but actually, I don't think he was before Iron Man. He was kind of on a, he was kind of well, he, he was he doing was, things, but he was big for a while, and then he sort of disappeared because he got, I think, yeah. he had a huge drug and alcohol yeah, problem, yeah, didn't yeah. he? He had a lot of things going on, yeah, yeah. and then he reemerged with a vengeance yeah so we're used to all these characters at this point all these actors right and i'm guessing a lot of them are going to carry over into phase four they're probably their contracts are done like you know what we kind of want to do other things they're they're getting older they want to do they want to do some new stuff that makes sense to me so it's gonna be you would think you would think right so how are these other ones going to carry i mean it sounds like there's going to be another doctor strange and there's another thor so they're still sticking around but these other ones like the star of shang chi who i don't know who it is off the top of my head Right. So it's going to be interesting. I'm excited to see mm-hmm. what they do. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of projects I'm excited about, but Blade is the one. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I want to know what they're going to do. And I hope they bring Wesley Snipes just into the movie in some way because I, I just I saw I feel him. like they would. I hope so. Well, he's, I saw him in the Eddie Murphy movie. Um, is, it, is it My Name is Dolomite? Something like that. It's on Netflix. It's so good, and Wesley Snipes is so great in it. And it was, it was, it was great to see him just – do, just be in a movie and be awesome again, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I always liked Wesley Snipes. He's a great act, a really good action star, but he can actually act. So How old is he now? He's, I think he's close to 60 now. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I thought. What do you, right. Anything else? No, that was... All right. I guess, Sean, tell us what you're most looking forward Anybody to. Anybody, tell us. Yeah, tell yeah, us. We want to know. Tell us in the comments. All right. And that's the mailbag. 
All right, so let's take a look at this movie poster, Gina. Yeah. So what Oof. do you see? I, there's, yeah, it's, it's actually a really cool poster, first of all. It is a cool poster. I like the um, the Thanos in the background. Yeah, there That's he is. pretty cool. Uh, what do you notice? Anything different? Well, f- first of all, why does Robert Downey Jr. always get to have the biggest face and head in the movie poster? I feel like they consider him the biggest star Huh. And the whole thing. Because, I mean, you think about it, everything started with Iron Man. And he's been kind of the de facto leader of the group in a way. Even though it's been kind of a... It's been kind of a dick fight between him and Captain America. (laughs) Let's face it. And really, when you think about it, the true leader of it is probably Black Widow. Who's kind of kept everything together. Right. You know? So... uh, But anything else you notice about it? But he's a white man, so he needs to be on top. Gotta be in the lead. That's Mm -hmm. correct. Mm -hmm. Well, I noticed that we have a lot, 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 lot of superheroes, but we are missing some people well they're gone are these only the people who stayed yeah yeah they're the ones who are still alive i didn't realize we had this many still alive okay who do you notice at the lower left hand part of the poster though hawkeye hawkeye yeah hawkeye's in this because he wasn't in oh yeah that's right he was not in it okay so we have this one and And then you can see nebula and nebula you can see a koye is in it over on the right yeah, I noticed Black Panther's not here, but there's a Koye. Yep, and then, yep. of course, there's Captain Marvel yeah. and Thor. I, I guess I thought, for some reason, I thought Thor disappeared. Okay, no, so this, Thor's... so we're just seeing the people who were still. Yeah. Okay. So this is who's going against Thanos. Okay. Yeah, so All here right. we go. Uh, lots of, still, still a lot of characters here. So there's still going to be this balancing act that the directors are going to need to do with all these characters. And, but it feels like there's a chance that... With fewer characters, maybe there's going to be more, I don't know, some more personal moments here, possibly. Hmm. Maybe. Mm -hmm. But what are you most excited about? Because I know you wanted to go right into this after Infinity War. Right. Well, I was just, I was so engaged. Yeah. But now I'm, you know, I've cooled off. Yeah. At least you only had to wait two weeks. (laughs) Right. I mean, I'm still very excited about it. Yeah. um, Yeah. Just because, well, it's going to be fun to see Captain Marvel meet all the other characters. Right. Or the ones that are left. Yep. Yeah, so, well, I wonder, are we going to get to see the rest then later at the end? I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell you. I don't want to spoil anything. So should we go see it? Yeah, let's just go watch it. Okay, let's just Stop do Stop making me wait. Okay, I won't. Uh, so we're going to go watch Avengers Endgame, starring Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Scarlett Johansson, Brie Larson, Jeremy Renner, Paul Rudd, Karen Gillan, Josh Brolin, Don Cheadle, Zoe Saldana, Bradley Cooper, Gwyneth Paltrow, and so many more. Are you ready to do this? I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> And after three hours and five minutes, plus <laughs> three a break. Three, three hours and three minutes. Three hours and three minutes, uh, plus a break to go give my cat some insulin, mm-hmm. uh, plus a break to get some pizza in our, in our bellies. Yeah, a couple little laundry transfers. Uh, we finally made breaks. it. A <laughs> little breaks. Uh, we made it. <laughs> we did. And it was long. Yes, it was. And I'm not sure I want to know what you think about the movie yet. I think we, okay. I want to wait until we actually start talking about sure. it. Sure. So why don't we go into this 24-word synopsis? Because obviously this is going to be easy to narrow down three hours and three minutes into 24 words. I mean, you can't even really try to... No. No. It's, it's just silly. It's very silly. At this point, it's just silly. Well, give it a try. Okay. I believe in you. You ready? Yes. Some Avengers left very sad. They make plan. Time travel. 
to undo damage Thanos did. Bumps in the road, superheroes die, world is saved. Aw. Yeah, they did. There was some sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, very good. Thank I, you. Mine's not much different. Okay. <laughs> Go figure. You ready? Yes. Avengers kill Thanos, but stones already destroyed. Got to go back in time to undo everything, but Thanos returns. Epic final battle. Tony sacrifices. Snap. Huh. So that yeah. was mine. All right. Pretty much there, right? All you care about is Tony. <laughs> I see how it is. <laughs> Come on, 24 words. What am I going to do? Am I going to mention Hawkeye? <laughs> Come on. Whatever. Oh, I know. I tried. I really it tried. It was a lot. It was, it's, a, it was a, it's a lot. ton of stuff. This I have a weird feeling this might be our longest episode coming up. I'm not totally sure because our longest so far was 62 minutes, and I think this might go longer just because there's a lot to go through. So people want to go ahead and put us on one and a half times speed yeah, right ahead. now Absolutely. so you can get through it. And we sound probably a lot better that way too. So Or we could just talk really, really fast. Should we just talk really, really fast? Let's talk really, fast. really, really fast. Let's do it. Okay. Before we do that. Let's go do some fun facts. Let's do it. Okay. Avengers Endgame was released on April 26, 2019, and it was written by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely and directed once again by Anthony and Joe Russo. Actually, I think those are the same writers we've had for all these Avengers movies as well. Right. So opening weekend, this made... $357.1 $357.1 million, <laughs> Whoa. which is the all-time biggest opening, which and it beat Infinity War by over $100 million. Wow. Domestically, it made $858.4 million. Worldwide, $2.8 billion, which is number one in the MCU and number one all-time. Wow. It beat out Titanic. After so long that Titanic being on top, this finally beat it out. Okay. Yep. Reported budget of $356 million. It is actually number one for three weekends in a row and was finally dethroned in the fourth weekend by John Wick 3, which is an awesome movie. Okay. The John Wick trilogy. That's what we should do our next show on. And did you see both this and the John Wick 3 movie in the theater? I sure did. Of course. I saw all the John Wicks in the theater. Of course I did. Remember theaters? I do. Oh, God. I can't wait to get back to those. Avengers Endgame received a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Audiences gave the film... An A+. That is correct. Many reviews called the movie an exciting, worthy conclusion to a long story that will leave hardcore fans very happy. Other reviewers praised the many performances and the emotional punch of the script that was balanced well with the big action pieces. There were some reviewers who didn't like it, but they are likely joyless turds that aren't invested in the universe anyway. Is that your comments no, or something you no, read online? No, I mean, no, of course not. I, I refrain from commentary during fun facts. <laughs> of course. Because they're facts, not commentary. Oh, oh that's right. Facts. <laughs> the original title of Endgame was Infinity Wars Part 2, but that title was later removed. The title seems to come from Doctor Strange's quote from Infinity Wars when he said, We're in the Endgame now. Endgame was filmed back-to-back with Infinity Wars from August 2017 to January 2018, and with its budget of $356 million, is one of the most expensive movies ever made. Do you know what the most expensive movie ever made is? Hmm. You don't. No. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. We know that I don't. It's Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Oh. Which I, I don't like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I find them extremely boring. What was it about that specific movie that was so expensive? I have no idea, okay. honestly. <laughs> but I don't really like them. That I know. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't... I just remember being bored. I think I liked the first one, and yeah. then after that, it just seemed excessive yeah. and gratuitous. Yeah, like enough Johnny Depp. Enough Johnny Depp already, okay? Robert Downey Jr. was the only cast member that read the entire script. This may be because some actors had become notoriously bad about revealing spoilers, namely Mark Ruffalo and Tom Holland. Oh, really? Yeah, this is true. The Russos included the I love you 3000 line in the script after Downey said it's something one of his children said to him. Downey also set the record for most appearances in movies by the same superhero with 11. The previous record holder, Hugh Jackman with 10 appearances as Wolverine in the X-Men movies. Huh. This 11. is 11. Yeah, he's in 11 okay. movies. Yeah, because I mean, think he came in, yeah. he's in Spider-Man and right? yeah, all the Avengers movies. So yeah, he did a lot. Oh, three Iron Man movies too. Right. Right. This is the first time in his 59-year career that Robert Redford returned to play a role a second time. Whoa. Yeah. That's an interesting fact. I thought it was too. That's amazing. That Wow. Yeah. That I doesn't just, even seem possible. It really doesn't. That's wild. I was trying to think. It's like, well, let's see. Has he really been any sequels? Not really. No. No, he hasn't. He just does. I feel no like one he does. would have somewhere along the way. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. He's he's a prestigious actor. He, he doesn't need the money. Right. He just is prestige. Brie Larson shot this movie before she shot Captain Marvel. The directors of Captain Marvel, Anna Bone and Ryan Fleck, were on the set to make sure the character's portrayal was consistent across the movies. Oh. Yeah. Why did this get shot before? Just because this was such a big production? Because they shot that... the Avengers movies back to back, and then they went right. to Captain Marvel. Okay. So that's yeah, that's right. basically what happened. Sure. Yep. The opening scene with Hawkeye was conceived as the closing scene in Infinity War, but the Russos decided to move the scene because Hawkeye had not been featured. And I think the emotional impact was actually much more because they did this. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was kind of a punch in the gut right in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Right? That was quite a scene. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty amazing. Okoye was featured on the first Endgame poster, but actress Danny Guerrero's name was not included among the rest of the cast members' names. There was a lot of outrage, and the poster was quickly recalled, and a new one was released with her name among the cast. It's kind of interesting, though, because she's not in this movie that much. Exactly. I would have liked to see her more, I think. It would have been more interesting, because she's such an interesting character. I wonder if in the poster they were just trying to get a cross-section of the different worlds we were going to see it and they that couldn't could put black panther because right so maybe it was, and also the survivors who survived exactly exa- that's yeah. what i mean the yeah. survivors that were left from those various that worlds. makes sense yeah. yeah there was some consideration given for putting the defenders in the final movie the defenders are luke cage daredevil jessica jones and iron fist and all were featured in their own netflix series the writers thought it might be too confusing for some as it's possible not everyone has seen the netflix shows and honestly, they should have been included because I think it would have been more interesting. <laughs> well, but I would have been confused. You would have been. That's true. That's true. But I figure like most of the audience, like most Marvel people have seen everything. I guess. But it seems like with some of these big epic movies, you have to assume there are going to be some that's standalone true. viewers. Yeah, that's true. And they would have had to introduce them because you have to do that. You can't just be and like, hey, it by would like, have here's been four hours and three yeah, minutes. That's a good point. Never mind. Maybe I Never changed mind. my Never mind. Never mind. Endgame has the MCU's first openly gay character, played by director Joe Russo. He appears in the support meeting led by Captain America. Oh, he that is was a Joe super- Russo. Yeah, he isn't a superhero, but hey, it's a start. Mm-hmm. They have a long way to go. And those are the fun facts. So where do we start, Gina? Well, I, th- I want to say first that I think we should be careful not to just rehash the whole movie. No, I don't think we need to. Because there's so much. I mean, <laughs> there was so you, much. Is this because you don't really think you know what happened? 
No. <laughs> no, I, You're I didn't miss a thing. Straight. I never asked you to pause it and ask questions. There's one thing that under, is understandably confusing. At one point you said to me, don't think about it too hard. <laughs> that was very telling. Yeah, that's, but that yeah. was actually good advice because then I just sort of drifted into oblivion. Yeah, which is the way to do this movie mm-hmm. because honestly there's some things if you think about them too hard, you're going to go, wait, what? Yeah. You know, I mean, we'll talk about that. Sure. Because um, there's some things, there's definitely some things that are worth talking about. Sure. Uh, do we want to start out with our MVP? Oh, yes. Have you our- thought about it? Yeah, I was thinking about it, and it changed a couple times okay. throughout the movie. Who do you think is the MVP so, for this movie? I think you should go first. Oh, you do? Because I'll admittedly haven't really thought about it that hard. Oh. But I will throw it out there. Okay. Uh, I feel like we should get to pick more than one for this. This is a lot, yeah. Long... So if you if you have some other ones that you're thinking about, absolutely. Okay. That's, let's do that. Okay. So uh, one is Ant-Man. I thought Ant-Man was amazing in this movie and really a key part of this whole thing. Paul Rudd had a really beautiful scene with his daughter in that in the beginning, yes. right? I mean, it was really well played. Yes. And really emotional. He's he's a great actor. He is. So he can play the comic actor and he can also do he can do some dramatic stuff and he can play the smart ass and the Captain America fanboy he can do all that stuff he does it very well but he's very important in this movie yeah he was so he was my first he was my first thought initially and he's definitely in my top three and it was the same thing he was just he came in clutch he was key in so many big parts of the movie he really was yeah even at the end where he goes and he he basically saves hulk and rocket and and Rhodes. right so lots of cool stuff from ant-man in this movie so I i thought he was fantastic okay uh, I also thought um, I thought Black Widow was wonderful. Scarlett Johansson again. I'm, I'm going by performance a lot too. Scarlett Johansson's really good in this movie. She plays those emotional parts so well. I think we forget sometimes how good she is. She's a really good actress. Well, she's a great actress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I think for a long time maybe it wasn't. I don't know if she was seen as a great actress, but I think then in recent years she's been. Maybe it's because of the role she's taken, but she's. In this movie, when she's at the beginning, she's just sobbing about what's going on in the world. Like, she's obviously been through it. These last five years have been horrible for right. her. And uh, she plays it really well. And then, and then unfortunately, when in the, the death scene, where she's basically saying, let me have this. Yeah. It's really sad. It is. It, it really is. It's is. terrible. Yeah. And the good news is we have a Black Widow movie coming, and we get to see this character again. The bad news is that Unfortunately, she had to sacrifice herself in this movie. She didn't have to, but she did. So, but as far as MVP, really great performance from Scarlett Johansson. Uh, so those are my two that I'm thinking of off the top of my head. If I think of another one, I, I will come up. Uh, I will. I will interrupt you. No, I won't do oh, that. Oh, I know. <laughs> so I know. Who do you have? Well, I so those were both uh, a couple that I had considered, but but as I thought about the kind of the whole movie. I really felt like Tony Stark mm-hmm. because we saw continued development of his character, right? I mean, here he had just said, okay, now I'm going to appreciate what's important. Half the world is dead, but I was lucky enough to keep Pepper with me. So we're going to have a child and move to the lake and do our whole thing. But then, you know, of course, he he was the brain that could right. figure out the time travel. And I just, yeah. And then of course at the end when he basically sacrificed himself too. Yes. Yeah. Tony Stark's interesting because we talk about the redemption arcs a lot in 
in these movies. There's a lot of redemption arcs, right? And when you right. think about Tony Stark, his whole story throughout all 22 of these movies is basically one big redemption arc. Right. So this is his ultimate sacrifice, right? Uh, and, and the thing is, Robert Downey Jr. is, I mean, he's Tony Stark. He, he plays that character so well, and he's... He's so great when he's on the screen. So yeah, Tony Stark is awesome. Yeah, so that's who I'm going with. Maybe it's maybe it's too obvious. No, but... no, I think that's a great <laughs> choice. Was there anybody else that you were thinking about too? No, I mean there were lots of great performances. There were, but yeah, no, I think, yeah. I mean, honestly, Thanos was. <laughs> yeah, Thanos was a great great performance as well. But I did have another one. I'm sorry, this is who I was thinking of before, and it just slipped my mind, and it should have Nebula. Mm. Nebula is great in this movie. Uh, and I want to talk, I, I have, I have a no, couple notes here about her that I want to t- hopefully get around to. Okay. Uh, her, Karen Gillan is great as Nebula. She plays that just, she has so much emotion without showing the emotion. It's yeah. A, it's, it's such a, an interesting character. Yeah. She goes through so much pain in these movies. Ugh. I mean, she's, Thanos is terrible to her and she's just trying to, I mean, she's trying to, re- she's trying to redeem herself. Again, this is another redemption arc for her. She's, right. she's almost responsible for sacrificing how many billions of people because she was basically Thanos's, you know, she was his daughter, but she was also his soldier right? and doing anything he said and anything to please him also because she didn't want to be in pain. She was so loyal to him. So loyal. So Nebula is also the one that I was thinking of as somebody who may be kind of under the radar, but so important in this movie. I definitely hear that. I'm actually, I'm just trying to think of anything else I've seen Karen Gillan in. Um, I can't think of anything. I was just going to try to look up Karen Gillan to see what she looks like without all of oh, the yeah. nebula costuming. Yeah, she's she's great. My phone's not really working, though. So. That's okay. Yeah. All right, so let's get into the discussion. Sure. Uh, I think we're going to probably veer off in a lot of directions here because there's, there's a lot. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so let's talk about the things we liked about the movie. Uh, I imagine there's a lot there and we're probably going to overlap quite a bit uh, so what are some things you liked about the movie because i really want to hear from you because this is your first time seeing it <laughs> okay yeah um so the first thing i'll say is you know it was just it was really exciting to see all the characters and one of the things i thought you know towards the end in one of the end epic battle scenes was just watching them all utilize their superpowers yes and it, it was in particular that scene when um they're getting the, the the shooting from overhead and there's battle on the ground and dr strange and whoever else can do it makes the does the swirly thing to oh yeah sort of protect them from what's coming yes I mean, just, the shields yeah oh, yeah I loved it. I yeah. loved that. So that was great. Um, I loved some of just some of what they did with the characters too. You know, Thor. <laughs> Thor's right. a mess. Yes, I want to definitely talk about that some more. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Thor, Thor's a total mess, and um, that character has been so enjoyable to watch yeah. throughout. Um, and so I just I thought I thought that was fascinating. His his own his pain and mm-hmm. and failure and all of that, but also it was hilarious because he's yeah. like drunk and playing video games with his beer belly although he was still quite muscular yeah his fat suit this is where i'm going to veer off a little bit because because we're on thor right now Uh, and thor is is clearly one of our favorite characters we love thor right we do in this movie i i loved him i think he's great i think there was a line that could have been crossed a few times where it's like they were kind of making fun of him instead of taking him seriously because 
I think I was thinking back to Iron Man three and how they treated mental health in Iron Man three. Tony Stark had PTSD right. in that movie, and they treated it seriously. And in this movie, I'm not saying they couldn't have some laughs with it, but sometimes it felt like it wasn't played seriously. And I don't know if it was Chris Hemsworth's performance or if it was the writing. Well, there there certainly were plenty of pokes. I mean, his own mother said, you know, have a salad. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, was, I have talked to people have talked about kind of the body shaming with Thor in this. Yeah. And... Okay, I, yeah, I mean, I can see that in a way, but it's more that I think I wanted the mental health part of it taken a bit more seriously because this guy feels responsible for the deaths of trillions right. because he didn't do the right thing. He he went he didn't go for the head, right? He yeah. feels like he it's his fault, and the parts where yes, he's drunk and he's you know he's overweight. Those are, he's, those, he's those are given up. serious. That yeah. is serious stuff going he's on. Given up. And the fact that, well, on top of it, how much loss has he gone through? Right. Mother, father, his brother. Brother. Uh, all, and Asgard in right. general, right? And I don't know. I, I'm not saying, I'm, you know, I definitely want to be, don't want to be like a, a stick in the mud with this. But when I'm sitting there <laughs> thinking about how well they did with, with Tony Stark in Iron Man 3, I wanted that level no, I think of care taken. I think it's a great point to bring up, although, again, with Iron Man 3, we're focusing in more on the character development and we're able to have more of a story. Yes. Here, so much was packed in. And that would have been, I mean, we'll talk more about that in the things so that's maybe totally that true. I didn't like, but, you know, they didn't have time to develop yeah. much of anything. Yeah, I agree with you. It's just, that was a little nitpick, but one thing I will give Chris Hemsworth kudos on that I just read the original idea was that when he became Thor again in the final fight, that they were going to make him his trim, muscular self again. And Chris Hemsworth said no. Oh, yeah. Because that would have been really shitty. Yes. Right? Because it's like, oh, you're healed now because you're you're back to your normal self. And Although I, somewhere, was it on one of the posters or was it in the end, they did utilize that. They utilized that oh, image they, of him. Yeah, they did that with the, um, yeah, in the final... Just because they were, credits. yeah. And maybe, I mean, yeah. But I mean, I, I give him credit for sticking with that because that was, I mean, it's a good choice to say, you know what, this is who he is now. Right. Right. And and maybe in the next Thor movie, he'll be back to being trim because he's, I don't know, worked out with weights. I don't know how gods work. Or maybe he'll accept his body or for maybe what accept it is. It, which would be even better. Yes. So anyway, that's, that's my little take on Thor. But anyway, continue okay. with other things you like because, uh, yeah, I want to hear more. Okay. So I was very happy to see Captain Marvel back. And I loved when she said, uh, when, when, in, again, in her very matter-of-fact way, and it was right towards the beginning when they said, well, what are you, where are you going now? Well, I'm going to kill Thanos. Because <laughs> so I can great. do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll talk a little bit more about Captain Marvel later. But, um, Good, because I will probably have some things to say, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm for the most part, I, I liked the humor, mm-hmm. you know, they threw, they threw enough one liners in and humorous things. There were a few. And again, I think it's because there was so much in this movie. Uh, a few just felt a little just inserted. Sure. Not as natural because it. we just didn't have, you know, we couldn't get into the banter as much. Yes. Because we had to get on to the next thing. Yeah. This almost felt like it could have been, which is terrible to say because it's a long movie, but it feels like it could have been two parts. Yes, you know this. This itself could have been two two-hour movies. Or... Right. How long was the was uh, Infinity Wars? I think it was a little like 
two and a half hours. So it was five and a half hours worth of movie. Yeah. It's a lot of movie. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, let me scan my notes. You go through. And- oh, sure. Uh, so what did I like? I mean, I, I've talked about it a bit, but I, I liked that the performances were so strong in this movie. I thought everybody played, everybody's played their role so many times now that they just know how to do it. And I enjoyed that. I thought that was right. It was a very well acted action movie. I thought it was very well done. I, and I was thinking about this movie kind of in moments too. This movie has a lot of really great moments in it. It's and one I'm thinking of, which I was hoping it would have a bigger impact on you, but it didn't seem to because you were kind of like, huh? Was when Captain America picked up the hammer and picked up Thor's hammer. I was thinking that would be like that's a that's a Yahoo moment. Like holy cow. Well, it just, it seemed wrong to me because nobody's worthy except Thor. Vision Vision had it. Did? Yeah. Vision? (laughs) And uh, way back in Age of Ultron. Oh, I didn't. You just handed Thor. But if you, do you remember in that same movie in Age of Ultron where they were all trying to pick up Thor's hammer? Yes. And Captain America moved it a little bit? Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. And so the the theory was that he could have picked oh, it up if he see. wanted to, but he didn't want to show Thor I've up. I had forgotten that little detail. Okay. Yeah, see, so it was I nice, forget things. There's a lot of callbacks in this in this movie. There's like a lot of things from old the the previous movies. Like yeah, that, like you know things like, like another great moment is when all of them come and appear for battle. You know, they come in through the portals. Oh yeah. And, but when Sam says "On your left," see that was one of those yes. callbacks. It was beautiful. It's yes. like okay. Lovely. Um, and also the Avengers Assemble moment. That's a really great moment. So <laughs> You were a, like, nerdy, nerd It's nerd so out. nerdy. It's so nerdy. So there's tons of moments like that where, that I enjoyed. Well, and along those lines, I guess I will say I um, there were so many. Well, one question I had, I wondered if this was going to come up in the fun facts. When they were re... When they went back in time and so we were seeing scenes that we had seen from the other movies at first i thought were they using actual clips from the old movies because a couple times it looked like they were right or was it all reshot i don't know honestly i didn't really check because obviously some of it was reshot yeah oh yeah because they were doing different angles and stuff and yeah different different things happened i mean even when they did like when with Captain America in the elevator or things like that, you know, or Hulk going down the stairs, <laughs> you know, yeah. those things. And I, I loved that because I thought that was a really fun little, it was a vignette sort of, of of the movies and it was, it was just, and it's that juxtaposition of time travel that's yeah. so crazy. And so Captain America fighting himself. Yeah. That was a scene that I really liked. Which had another callback where he said, I can do this all day. Yeah. yeah I, know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. So those, oh, that was, those that are was... lovely things in that. They're just these little winks right. to the audience. Like, right. Yeah. Have you been with us this whole time? Time. Yes. Are you here? You got it. So that I liked. Um, I also thought, you know, again, getting back to Thanos, I just Thanos is such a great villain. Mm-hmm. And there was that scene when Thanos says, I realized that uh, doing away with half of the population, it, it's never going to be enough because you'll always have that longing for what you didn't have and you'll never stop searching for it. So now I've got to destroy everything and start all over again and such a god complex yeah, create, right create Total everything in my vision god complex yeah, it's pretty and, ridiculous but he's, it's like so it's just the ultimate villain yeah so i really i mean thanos mm-hmm. is such a great villain yeah yeah so i really enjoyed that a lot too go ahead with more oh of I, I was going to talk about the uh, the first about 45 minutes of this movie is stellar 
I think it's absolutely some of the best stuff they've done because of the emotional impact of everything going on. Uh, just when you, you have the conversations with Captain America with with a support group, you have the conversations between Captain America and Black Widow where they're talking about, hey, maybe we need to get a life. This isn't the way to live. Even Thor, when he finally chops off Thanos' head, is so sad. You can just see it. He's like, I've, yeah, I finally went for the head, even though knowing it's too late. There's yeah, these. I agree. They're so. They're just. They're just deflated and defeated and yeah. just so sad. They're yeah. filled with despair. The other thing, I mean, you think about there was this just, I don't know, everything I thought was so impactful. Even when uh, when Tony finally gets back, Captain Marvel brings Tony back. There's a moment where Nebula sits down and he, she and Rocket hold hands. and Because it's just like they've all lost. They've lost everything. Right. That was so impactful. I, I, yeah, I think it's probably the best thing in the whole series is that first 45 minutes. I don't know if it's 45, but it's about that before they maybe start going into the time machine stuff. And yeah. I think I think it's really important that they did that. And, yes. and if the movie had to be this long for them to do a good job with that, good. I'm glad they did yeah. it. Because without that, yeah, it would have been. Because it, really, you're right. After that 45 minutes, it just... It was so many things getting thrown at us. Boom, 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 yes. boom. Just constantly. Yeah. yeah, we need to get the stones. That's, that's how I, are we going to get those? Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought there was a, a good thing that they did too in that in those, um, in those that first part with Captain Marvel where they said, hey, where have you been? Well, I, there's other planets that don't have you guys. So it's, <laughs> Guess it's a, what? Earth isn't the only planet. Yeah, I like that. Good it's message. A, it was a really, good message for all of us. <laughs> it really is. But it's a nice quick explanation that actually completely works. It's like, yeah, of course, she's she can be anywhere right. and everywhere. Earth is fine. You guys, uh, you dealt with it. We're fine. Yeah. There's not so many planets that can deal with this the same way. So, yeah. So the first part of this movie is just super duper. I... I think I'll go along with you as far as the final scene. I like seeing everybody's powers. I liked even the little moments like with Spider-Man and Iron Man where they see each other for the first time. Um, I don't know why this moment gets me every single time. I love it so much. It's when Captain Marvel and Spider-Man meet for the first time. He's, hi, I'm Peter Parker. Hi, Peter Parker. You got something (laughs) for me? That's maybe my favorite moment in this movie, and I don't know what it is. I just love the way she says it. Well, he's such a, hey, hey yeah, guys, yeah. you know, and she's so matter of fact. Yeah. And it just, it highlighted the very essence of both of them, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. was, yeah, that was really good. Oh, man. And Captain Marvel's so awesome. I just love yes. her entrance, just coming in and just go, just blowing everything up, going through the ships. And and the fact, there, there's, again, see, I keep talking about moments. I keep, I'm going to talk about a lot of these. This when, is what I was talking about when I said, let's not rehash the whole movie. I can't help it. Uh, but when Thanos... I'm going to rein you in in a minute. I know. That's okay. When Thanos headbutts her and she just glares at him. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, just so good. Anyway. Okay. So one more thing I want to say that I, I I liked about the movie, even though I, I also hated it about the movie, but I, <laughs> I, I appreciated and liked the fact that we had some loss because that's... That's life, right? Yeah. And I wasn't expecting to lose so many superheroes, you know, but basically now we're without Black Widow and Iron Man and Captain America. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're, they're gone. That's, that's correct. Did I get everybody? Yeah. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah. And, yep. and it just, um, but I thought it was really creative the way Captain America le- left us. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Because that's really a happy ending. 
It was a happy it ending is. just for him. And that's what I'm wondering about some of the ways these story arcs went. Are they happy endings for people? Was Tony Stark's ending actually a happy ending? Because he did everything really he wanted to accomplish went out and went out a hero. Uh, Captain, uh, Captain America got to live his life that he, he's been wanting. I'll say yes to Captain America. Tony, the mom and me, just oh, his poor his daughter. Right. You know, yeah. Doesn't get to see his daughter grow up, and yeah. she doesn't get to have her dad, and so that kind of got me. But yeah, and then but I, I felt like they did a good job of when Pepper was basically letting him go, giving her him permission to go. Right. I felt like she definitely understood that. I thought that was well done. Yeah, she understands what Tony has to do. What he needed to do. It's yeah. okay, Tony. We'll be okay. By the way, Gwyneth Paltrow great in this movie this is the first time she's been great in this series well, i liked her in iron man 3 okay but this one i was very much like cool this is yeah. great i mean i enjoyed her in this and uh, her and tony had really nice banter in this and well, really she's sweet. finally more like a real person yeah and i and i actually thought it was pretty cool the, the foreshadowing saying hey i made this anniversary gift for your mother and it's the iron man mask and then she shows up at the end yes i thought that was pretty cool yeah i was good with that so. Well, that was a little. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll just let it go. I was good with it. I wasn't like I wasn't. I wasn't, like, I wasn't thrilled. I was just like, okay, cool. She shows up. It's awesome. Good. When she showed up first, I was like, oh, but, but 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 but. Then I just went with it. Okay, I just went with it because I'm really good at that now. <laughs> you are good. You have to go with it sometimes. I am. Uh, anything else that you, stood out for you that you can think about? Think. Oh, I'm sorry. That you can think of. I don't think I have any other big. <sighs> um, oh, excuse me. Gazunheit. Uh, I don't. Anything else for you? Any other no, big I mean, standout? Think... Wait, no, you're done. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not gonna recap the whole movie. I just like these talking about the moments of the movie that made me really happy. No, I know it. I know. I and agree. Uh, yeah, that's I can't help it. Okay. Well, are there more moments of the movie that made no, you happy? No, no other moments made me happy. Oh, none. No other moments. Okay, boo boo, shitty kitty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I. There's a lot of moments. The, that's. One thing, so my my friend Eric talks a lot about moments in movies and and even like he's in improv and he says talks about moments in improv, moments in theater, anything like that. And this movie is moments all the way through. There's Mm -hmm. moments, moments, moments. Um, We'll talk about the rest of the movie between the moments, but there were a lot of moments in this movie where I went where I where I cheered. You're like, yeah, you know, that's very exciting. Yeah, it's true. And was there a lot of cheering in the theater? There was some. Okay. I mean, the biggest cheer, I think, was when Captain America picked up the hammer. Okay. I think that was the biggest cheer. Yeah. And you looked over at me and There's got a... nothing. Huh? So, what? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, okay. Well, it didn't... Uh, it, but it didn't. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about some of the wow. stuff. Wow. <laughs> Things have really taken a turn here in the 22nd... <laughs> movie well let's talk about some of the things we didn't like yeah well was there anything you didn't like Yeah, absolutely oh yeah there's some things that that bother me okay yeah so go ahead do you want to oh you want me to start i want you to start well i think my well i don't know if it's my biggest complaint well let's start with your biggest complaint oh no i have two that i'm not sure which is more of a complaint okay captain marvel Mm -hmm. i thought was very underutilized yes and it didn't even make sense coming off of, I mean, we just came off of a, her, the movie where she's clearly the baddest ass in the universe and she just basically got flicked aside right. by Thanos 
which brings me to the other part that upsets me equally. Who was left to fight then? The men. Literally. She's she's the baddest ass in the universe. She should have, when she came through and was like punching through the spaceship and that whole thing, I was like, yeah, about time she comes back. And then I thought that was going to be it. But no, she got flicked aside. And I don't know where any of the other strong, badass women were. But then we were just down to the boys, the little boys club. Yeah, I I agree with you. Can I add on to that a little bit? Sure. I mean, I'm not, I don't even know if as I'm As long really, as you agree with me. Well, I don't no, even know I'm if I'm adding on. No, no, I, I do. So this brings me to maybe a question is that should Tony Stark have been the one to kill Thanos? Because my thought was this. I've seen this movie a few times and my thinking is you introduce Captain Marvel kind of indirectly in Infinity Wars because Samuel Jackson or Nick Fury had the pager and right. sent it out because obviously there's a huge problem and we need the baddest ass on the planet to deal with this. Yeah. Right. Which is Captain Marvel. We need help. We Big see help the, we now. see the movie. We see what she's capable of. Right. Which is amazing. And she comes in and my thought was this. They brought her in here because she's the one who can take down Thanos. Yes. And it's clear she can, right? Right. And so that's why I was wondering to and I'm not saying this is the the right or wrong decision because I understand you Sometimes they go for the emotional impact, right? I don't know if it was the best decision at all, but Captain America, to me, should have killed Thanos. Oh. Or not Captain America. Excuse me. Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. Captain Marvel should have been the one. To, <laughs> it's no, a whole other sorry, direction. Right. Captain Marvel should have been the one to kill Thanos. Right. I really believe that. Uh, Tony Stark, I mean, if they still want to have the death scene in some other way, maybe sacrificing himself so Captain Marvel can do whatever she needs to do, fine, whatever. Yeah, sort of a handoff yeah, something to like the that. female superhero. That would have been cool. Right. So that was a, a little bit of an issue to me because I, she's why, – why bring her in then? Well, it, it almost felt like it became more about – the big male star in Hollywood. And it, it, it almost, it felt like it was about more than even what was going on in the movie. I don't know if I'm, I'm well, not that I was thinking, so is this the Avengers or is it the Tony Stark show? Exactly. <laughs> right. Because the whole, cause it was very much, you know, I am Iron Man. Right. And it was just, so then, yeah, it was, it was like the conclusion of his whole arc. Well, right. are we done? Well, no, we're not done. Right. So. Yeah. I'm with you on this. It's it's clear that that Marvel has a woman superhero problem. <laughs> they just do, yes. because what they've done they've made Captain Marvel this super powerful thing, but somehow cast her aside because Tony Stark, who's by the way a wonderful character, we love Robert Downey Jr. Yes, but it's love because, Iron Man because they had to complete his complete story arc, which seems to be what the goal of this whole movie was. Uh, and meanwhile, the other thing is freaking Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Right? How powerful is this woman? Right. Right? I mean, she was going to take down Thanos too. Now, I'm okay with her not doing it because she is, she's a relatively, I don't know. She's a great, she's a good character, but we haven't developed her that much. Captain Marvel got her own movie. Right. When there's a Scarlet Witch movie, sure, maybe. Right. But it was still pretty cool to see these powerful Yeah, but let's face it. The girl crew, they can get the job done. Right. Yeah. So why can't they get the job done? Right. I'm with you. Because the men stepped in front of them. You're goddamn right. God damn it. What God. else didn't you like? Uh, let's see. Oh, this is just a little thing. Um, when we had Hank Pym when he was young, yeah. he still had the ancient 
voice. Oh. <laughs> Come on. I love these little nitpicks you have. We can so do wonderful. so we can we can do things that I can't even believe we can do that are mind blowing with with film and technology. But we've got this just gravelly ninety year old man voice on this CGI young Maybe face. Maybe he smoked a lot at the time. Maybe I I don't know. Come on. Uh, I was also very disappointed, and this is just a silly little, but I was very disappointed that there wasn't an end credit scene just because that's such a tradition. Yeah. And I love it so. Well, usually they're used to set up something, and I guess they didn't feel like there was anything to set up. I guess. Maybe. I don't know. But we're not done. No, not quite. Not quite. That's all that I really wrote down. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question about mm-hmm. your feelings about Hulk. Because Hulk's gone downhill for you as far as in the character department. Were oh, you okay with Hulk this that's time? That's so funny that I didn't say one thing about Hulk. I was really surprised you didn't say anything. <laughs> wow. Uh, I was having a lot of conflicting feelings. Tell me about your feelings, Gina. In a way, I liked the morphing of the two. He was, he was quite handsome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because he had sort of all of the best qualities of Mark Ruffalo right. in a big, bulky green body. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Even more so than when he was actually just the Hulk. Yeah. So that I kind of liked. And, you know, it was it was kind of fun what they did with him. But I don't know. I think I was just kind of done with the Hulk after okay. the last movie. I don't know. I, I think I'm going to need to ruminate on this one for a little bit. That's what, fine. Do you tell me what your thoughts are about the Hulk? I'm curious. I actually thought it was fun. It was a okay. fun little thing with the Hulk. It was it was fine with me. I mean, I, I didn't have the same problems with Hulk that you did, even though I completely understood where you were coming from. Uh, this one I thought was fun. And they really, now that I'm thinking about it, they really didn't do anything with his strength in that intermediate form, did they? No, not really. I mean, they, they showed him sometimes with the, uh, you know, like. Uh, the, the ba- you know, where he'd bash things. Well, they made a yeah. joke out yeah, of it. Yeah, they said, but, oh, you should bash a couple things, but he just sort yeah. of did it half-heartedly. Right, which was kind of funny. He's really more the, he's the educated sort of thinking, yeah but still with the big body. Yeah. I like his explanation, though. I like that it was that we've come to an understanding. Yeah, actually, the explanation made sense, and I guess I don't know where else they would have gone with it, because right. that other Hulk, there was not there was not another movie's worth with that other weird... Or no, I'm sorry, that wasn't the Hulk. That was Banner who couldn't turn into the Hulk. Ugh. Right. Ugh. <laughs> the 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 allegory for erectile dysfunction. Yes, exactly. Right? Yes. And so I think that's why I didn't bring it up because I just couldn't figure out how I felt about it. Makes it sense. was fine. Okay. It was fine. Fine is fine is okay. Yeah. Uh, one other thing that bothered me that I'm thinking about is um, I wasn't bothered that Black Widow sacrificed herself. I understood that scene, although again, it took out another woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right which mm-hmm. is just crazy when you think about it but um you know I, I i understood why they did that her story had been told she's doing what she needed to do like that this is how she wanted to go i was okay with that now i will say that this didn't bother me the first time i saw it but it was interesting uh, so i went with a couple people to the movie and they pointed this out to me afterward and said so why was the funeral only for tony stark I actually thought about that. Yeah, yeah, and I said, and at the time I was like, I don't know, whatever. And then I, when I watched it again, I said, Yeah, mm-hmm. why is Tony getting all the mm-hmm. love here? Black they were w- literally the only family she had. Right. 
And I mean, they had the scene afterward, which, okay, you know, at least they were acknowledged. They didn't just move on from it. I mean, they acknowledged it. But good God, mm-hmm. could you have not mm-hmm. put something out there saying this is for both Tony and Natasha? Yes. Or Natalia. Natalia, right? Natasha. Is it Natasha? Mm-hmm. No, I can't remember. Oh, God, it's Natasha. Oh, wow. my God. I'm terrible. Wow. Uh, but, yeah. that that Excellent that point. That bothered me. Yeah, and it, I didn't write it down, but I did think of that. I was like, oh, we're going to have a big dramatic flower bouquet floating on the water for Tony. Right. Tony, Tony, Tony. It's all about Tony. That's mm-hmm. what this whole thing is about, mm-hmm. which is interesting, but maybe a little frustrating. A little bit. Slightly infuriating. A little bit. Yeah, I bet. Uh, the other thing, I wrote a question here. Okay. Who do you think is the most tragic character in this series? Hmm. I used to think it was Banner and the Hulk. Right. But I don't think that anymore. I think Black Widow is is probably... Let me think. Well, I had a specific question. Actually, I, I asked this in a general way, and I actually had a specific character when I asked the question in my notes here. I said, is Nebula the most tragic character? Oh. And I, I maybe because Black Widow actually sacrificed herself, she becomes the most tragic, but Nebula... Good God, that poor thing. <laughs> True. I think what I'm missing with Nebula is more backstory. Yeah. I mean, they... Like, they, we get we got it with Gamora. We we saw Gamora as a yeah. child and, you know, being ripped right. from her, her destroyed planet and the whole thing. And obviously something similar happened to Nebula, but... But yeah, you're right. That's a very tragic she character wasn't as always, well. She wasn't always just made of robot parts. No, that's a thing. And she did allude to that. Yeah, so there's all that, and it's just she's in constant pain. I mean, even in Infinity War, remember she was being tortured. Oh yes. To, and and Gamora finally gave in. Never get a break. No, no. So okay, that was one of those things. I went, Jesus. I mean, again. Well, just okay, tragic. so very different situation. But would you? Who would you say then is more tortured? Out of Black Widow or Nebula? Nebula. But she's physically tortured. That's the thing. She's physically tortured, where Black Widow is just obviously a lot Internal of stuff happened. scars. Yeah, and I wonder how mm-hmm. much they're going to explore that in the Black Widow movie. So is Scarlett Johansson going to be in it? Do we she know? Is. She is. No, it takes place at a certain time, supposedly, not to give anything away, because I, Obvi- I haven't seen the well, movie. Well, obviously it has to take place It takes place earlier. after Captain America. I think it either Winter Soldier or Civil War. It takes place after one of those. Okay. So I think it takes place after Winter Soldier. Okay. So... Yeah, yeah, something happens in between. Yeah, but I'm actually kind of excited for it because I, I think Black Widow's an amazing character. Yeah, I, it, I'm, uh, yeah, it yeah. was it was sad losing the characters. It really, although is. it was less sad. Again, Captain America was a lot less sad to me because right. he went and had that whole life he lived, right, which was yeah. his happy ending. I have one more thing to add on, even though we've been talking a long time. The time travel thing, I don't understand it. I don't understand how what their actions do don't affect the future or the past. I don't get that. And their explanation was just kind of like, blah, 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 blah. And I went, I, okay. I mean, you know, it's one of those things, yeah, okay, I'm going to put it aside just for the sake of the movie. But when you think about it, it's like, what? Well, they did question it a few times. Yes. Uh, what's her name um, from Doctor Strange? Oh, uh, the yeah, the cho- I, I can't think of her name, but yes, Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton's, yeah, what is her name? The, the I was going to say the chosen the, one, the but grand, it's not the chosen one. The grand master something. Yeah. Anyway, she made a comment about that. If, yeah. if this happens, then that's going to mess up, you know. Yeah. So they, they did allude to it two or three times, 
which got me thinking. But then the more you think about it, the more pain you're in. Yeah. Because you really need to just let that go. Yeah. I, it, it's just time travel movies are hard to make because there's so many weird things. That people... Oh, Doctor Strange said too, if I tell you what happens, it won't happen. Right. Oh, okay. Really? <laughs> Again, we have those weird Come on. odds. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Again, we're talking about that one in 14 million thing. And I'm going, you know, there's, I think there were more chances than that. I think. I think there were more. They I nailed really it, though, didn't they? They sure did. So anyway, those that was another thing that came to my mind. It's just that time travel in movies is messy. I can usually put it aside if there's a good explanation, but I did not feel they explained themselves that well because I don't know if they knew how to explain it. Back to the Future 2. Well, it is messy. It is. Back to the Future 2, I understood. Looper, I understood. There's movies that do time travel that I get. This one, I just went, uh, okay, moving on. So Okay, well. So let's... I think we covered a lot, right? We did. So should we get to the rankings? Yes. All right. Uh, have you thought about it? Yes. And I had, and now I need to go back and look at what I was thinking. You go first. Okay. So this is the hard part for me. It's I truly do love this movie. This movie is a love letter to people that have stuck through this series for, yes. for this long, for 22 movies, right? It's a love letter. It really is. You're going home happy. Things ha- you know, there's a lot to love in this movie. Mm-hmm. So I do love this movie. Now, is this the thing is, I think we've talked about this before. Can you love a movie that maybe is not a great movie? You know what I mean? Like, is this a great movie? I don't know. I think it's, I think it's very good, but can you still, but I love it. Well, of course, I mean, of course you can. Cool. So, because I'm thinking about like Black Panther. Black Panther is a fabulous movie that I absolutely adore. Captain America Winter Soldier is the same, right? Those are movies. Well, that... this kind of gets into what are you, what's your scale? What are, you know, what are you? Yeah. Is I it, don't know. Is it depth? Is it acting performances? Is it special effects? Is it pure entertainment? I mean, there's just, there's, it's hard to. It's because... hard. I think this is a very good movie. And and maybe, maybe the more times I've seen it, the more I've become, maybe I've gotten nitpickier. I don't know. Maybe that's part of it. Because when I walked out of the theater the first time, I went, I was so excited about it because it was just I didn't really think about all these little things like we're talking really in depth now mm-hmm. and so I didn't think about these things as hard and now that I've seen it a few times and some of these things start popping up it's like huh okay it's still a really good movie I like it a lot so it's definitely not my number one movie uh, so where I'm going to put it is number five it's behind Infinity Wars I think Infinity Wars was a stronger movie than this uh, I thought it was it just moved the narrative moved a little bit better. I, there, there was a little bit of clunkiness to this movie, I thought, a little bit. And you liked it better than Captain America First Avenger. It's close, yeah. Hmm. But I think I liked it better than First Avenger. Mm-hmm. So I'm putting it as my number five. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you? I think it's going to be my new, it's going to be my six. Number six. So you're yeah. putting it right behind Avengers. Because I think I liked the original Avengers and Infinity Wars better than this one. I, I did. I really liked Iron Man 3, but this was so... It's, it's hard Again, it's hard to... Yeah. This is so epic and huge, and you know, it was a love letter. Like you said, it was a wrap-up. There was so much to love about it. So yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to land it right at six. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah, six is a good ranking. Five is good. It's, these are, it's, a, it's a great movie. But I definitely have more issues with it now than I did yes. when I first saw it. So, so do I. Yeah. Wait, I just saw it. Okay. You just saw it. I think it's maybe because there's characters that I love more than others. Like, I really dig Captain Marvel. And maybe I, now that I think about it, how they introduced Captain Marvel, 
I mean, I, she should have killed Thanos. Yeah, that's... <laughs> she really should Yes, I, that, that was a big, big gripe I had about this. I think this movie is along the lines of a few others where a second time around, I almost think I would enjoy it more. Yes. Because I'm not just trying to keep up. Well, we're going to go watch it again right now. No, I no. don't. Oh, okay. I don't. I, don't. Oh, I mean, maybe. No, that's no. not. No, no, no that's not. I can't I, watch another. I can't do it. Uh, all right, so we got the rankings. Well, let's talk about what's coming up because this feels like it should be the end. Yeah, there's nothing coming up. That's but the end. We have Spider-Man Far From Home. Weird. Yeah. So see some aftermath of what's happened. How's Peter Parker dealing with this? Because his mentor is gone now. Yeah. I mean, and they're going to develop him more for yep. whatever's coming next. Yes. Hopefully we're going to see some little vignettes of some other people who are going to be important later as well. That could be. That could be. I don't remember a lot about this movie. So we're going to see it. That'll okay. be next time. I feel like it's going to be a letdown, but. Well, this is a huge movie, and now we're going back to a little bit of a stand-on-its-own movie, right? Yeah. All right. So we'll do that next time. Yes. And uh, is that an hour and 40 minutes long? I don't know. Something? Okay. But it's not as long. Okay. Okay. It'll be light. <laughs> It'll be light. All right. So just a reminder, everybody, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, on Twitter as well. And so um, as usual, though, please, if you can, leave reviews uh, for this podcast oh, yeah please leave reviews rate us um it gets the word out let people know that we're out there it just makes us feel good and let's feel face good. it it's been a shitty year it has been it really has so um but i think that's it gina that's it for today all right well this has been the mgu podcast this is michael and i'm gina we'll talk to you next time bye, bye.